Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl and I'm rolling solo, baby. But um, before we go any further, um, you know, um, the University of Miami and the University of Florida State, uh, we've lost another great athlete. Um, matter of fact, this athlete is from Ocala, Florida. And, uh, and I say that because um, uh, the current quarterback that's at the University of Miami is from Ocala, Florida, Nakasi Perry. We're going to have a gentleman coming on later on talking about Nakasi Perry. Um, saw him play every high school game. But let's get back to um, Rick Tootin. Um, Rick Tootin played at University of Miami, and uh, he won the national championship, first national championship at University of Miami when I was there. And then he actually uh, transferred to um, to Florida State. And you know, it, his his he passed away um, last week. I was on um, a, va- a little vacation over the weekend. I left last week and and didn't get back until Sunday. But um, while I was gone, uh, one of my former teammates um, called me and said that uh, uh, Rick Tootin, uh, um, punter for the University of Miami, uh, passed away. Um, still not a lot of details um, in his death, but um, and right now we know that um, former University of Miami kicker, uh, he was 52 years old, punter, 52 years old, passed away in Nicaragua, um, no, excuse me, in Costa Rica. And uh, right now, uh, unexpectedly, he passed away. So we really don't know a lot of details about his death. But um, I'm just passing that on. Uh, Rick played with Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I was with Seattle Seahawks. We didn't play together at any time. But uh, um, so, and as a matter of fact, he was a Pro Bowl kicker at one point with the Seahawks. Um, then we don't can't quite remember what year that was. But it was in Pro Bowl in 1994. And uh, Rick also kicked with the Eagles and the uh, the Bills. Um, he was known especially for kicking with the Seattle Seahawks. And I and I tell you, Rick Tootin was a a big time weightlifter. He was one of those guys that um that, that lifted weights while he was at at the University of Miami. He was a, a kind of big bulky guy. Um, but he played quarterback in high school at Ocala. Uh, I can't remember whether and Vanguard or Forest. It was Ocala Forest. I do remember because um, I played I I played Ocala Forest and Vanguard in high school. But there, I read a story. Um, that I, I just can't find it to be true because I was at the University of Miami every day that Rick Tootin was at the University of Miami. And uh, they said something about he was a backup quarterback to Vinny Testaverde. That never happened. And uh, I'll be the first to tell you. And uh, we plan on getting Vinny on the show one day, so maybe Vinny can uh, can verify that. But, no, you know, all laughs aside, um, you know, this is a, a serious thing. And, uh, and our, our prayers and, um, and our thoughts go out to the Tootin family. And I know the, the Ocala family is really um, devastated by this because he was a hometown hero. Um, you know, trust me, he was a hometown hero. But, um, hey, but before we go any further, um, blessings and all our thoughts and prayers go to the Tootin family and 
and all that they're going through. And then, hey, now let's talk a, 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 a kind of sad story, but it is Father. What Father's Day was, was just yesterday, and here we are, day after Father's Day. Well, um, Al Blades has committed to the University of Miami. And if you know anything about the Blades and the Uni- University of Miami football, you know that there is a strong tradition there. I mean, um, I was I was a year ahead of Brian Blades. We won the first national championship together. And after that national championship, his brother, Benny Blades, came on the scene and started for the next three years and um, won a national championship himself before going on to the to the um, to the um, Detroit Lions and being a Pro Bowl um, safety. And now. And then there was um, there was Al Blades who came along, their younger brother, Brian and Benny's youngest youngest brother, uh, who was a, a just a just a dynamic safety linebacker, whatever he wanted to play, seemed like he played. I mean, this guy was a was a just a, a, a almost a man child on the field sometimes, and you could tell that he had he had a. He had a, he had an insight that a lot of other people didn't have because his brothers played at a very high level in college at the University of Miami, won a national championship. Both of them became All Americans, and then they went on to play at a very high level in the NFL. So he saw this. He had the pedigree, and uh, unfortunately, Al passed away in a, in, a, in a car accident before we really, really, really got to know. Um, and see his his um, development as a professional, but. We're happy to announce, and um, I hear it was a very emotional uh, commitment that uh, Al Blaze Jr. will be coming to um, to the University of Miami. This is a four-star cornerback. Al Blaze did his best to maintain suspense as to where he would be attending college, despite everyone on the planet <laughs> knowing that this young man was going to the University of Miami. Um, two years ago, I, I had an opportunity to meet him. Uh, on the sideline of the spring game at Lockhart Stadium in Fort Lauderdale uh, with his uncles. And as a matter of fact, he couldn't come on the field because he was a recruit. But uh, I did have a chance to talk to him at the fence. And as a matter of fact, I walked outside the fence and gave this kid a hug because I know what kind of pedigree he comes with. And I know um, that Brian and Blade, them, Brian and Benny, like brothers, they like they like family, you know. And all, all these UM guys are like family. But you know, when you see when you see this guy, he looks just like Al and and Benny. Um, it's 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 really going to be a, a a pleasure to see him come to University of Miami and and know what he brings when he comes to University of Miami. Um, hey, I know we're happy to have him, and trust me, um. He's he's going to be doing some really 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 powerful things um, at at UM. So um, I'm I'm really really thrilled to see see him see him coming in. <laughs> and here um uh, here's a picture of Benny Blaze. Uh, words can't describe how happy he is that um that his nephew is going to be going um going to the University of Miami. And 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 trust me, um, this kid has a a lot of backing. Like I said. Um, he has he has a lot of backing, so we look forward to it. And Al, hey, do the right thing, and everything is gonna fall in place for you without question. You do the right thing, and everything is gonna fall in place for you. And I don't even have to worry about telling you to do the right thing because there's enough people in your ear that have already told you 
some of the pitfalls and some of the traps that await you. So I know you're going to walk around them. I know you're not going to walk into them. And I'm praying for your brother. And I know you're going to do well um, at at UM. Without question, you will have a, a standout career, if not a a outstanding standout career at the University of Miami. You know, it's a new book coming out detailing uh, Saban and, um, and Lane Kiffin's um, relationship. And, you know, it doesn't say a lot of good things, you know, and, and we could see some of the arguing that they were doing while while they were on the field. And and we all knew that um, that Kiffin, um, he had to go. It's just, you know, they, you know, two bulls can't sit, can't stay in the same pen. It's just it's just can't happen. And, and if and if the and if the young bull wants to um, go out and make his own, he has to leave. And 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 Kiff, Kiff, you know, he left. But this is not his first leave either. You know, we got to remember this is the same coach that was at uh, was at the Oakland Raiders. He was at USC. Um, now he came and became the offensive coordinator at Alabama. And come on, man, come on. Now we really, really, really expect him to stay in Florida. And it's not FSU. It's not Miami. It's not. Um, the Florida Gators, come on, we expect this guy to stay in Miami, stay in the state of Florida, and, and trust me, he, he's not even at UCF or University of South Florida. He's at Florida Atlantic University. Now, if you were a betting person or if you were going to put any kind of wager on this, how long? Really, really, really. How long will Lane Kiffin stay? How long will he stay at FIU? If he wins, if he wins eight games this year, um, he may leave. There's, there's a strong possibility that we could see this cat gone. In in um, if he wins, if he wins eight games this year, and you know that could be a stretch. But if he wins eight games this year, I could I could really see him. Um, going on and be he can be gone. So Lane Kiffin is not one to stay anywhere, especially if if the if the, if 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 the castle is not big enough. I just don't see him staying there. And I don't see F, I don't see uh, FIU as being the castle that Lane wants to be in. I think I think Lane wants to be um, he wants to be in a, in, a, in a bigger program. Let's just. Let's just say it like it is. I, th- I really think he wants to be in a bigger program. I think he probably, um, if he stays there three years, it would surprise me. You know, um, Teddy Bridgewater is making a recovery. You know, he you know, every day he's recovering. He's I hope he's recovering every day, getting a little bit better. You know, Teddy Bridgewater um, suffered a really, really bad knee injury um, last last year. That's why um, they went out. And um and got the and got another quarterback. His name um, slips my mind right now. However, um, Teddy Bridgewater was on the verge of being something very very special for the Minnesota Vikings until he suffered a serious knee injury. Now the word is that Teddy Bridgewater is actually um actually he's um 
he's doing some backpedaling and um, he's actually his mobility is getting a little bit better. But, you know, he's nowhere close to actually being healthy enough to say he's ready to to come back. But the word is there's a possibility that um, that uh, we may see him playing in 2017. So that would be this upcoming season. And he's only 24 years old. You know, and I think, you know, a quarterback like that, 24 years old. Hey, Teddy Bridgewater still has a lot, a lot of good football left in him you know let's just hope and pray that his knee comes back healthy hey reggie what's going on hey what's going on Darrell? Hey, but i did i did um hear you talking about bridgewater bridgewater is a hell of a athlete and like you just said uh he's only 24 years old and and with today's uh, uh modern technology that they have for for knees it's a good possibility he will recuperate and um Come back stronger than ever. I, I believe you. I, I I I really I really do, um, uh, Reggie. Um, and he he's not only a a good quarterback. He is smart and very clever. You know, he can do some things with a fake of a ball that a lot of quarterbacks can't do. And uh, and and he can actually. He's one of those quarterbacks that can. Make receivers open with his with his body language. You know what I mean. He can deceive you into thinking he's going to do something when he's really trying to get the ball to the other side of the field. You know that's what I really yeah, like yeah. about. Um, he's he's a dual threat. He's definitely oh, yeah. a dual threat. You know, and yeah. uh, all they have to do is uh, he he makes that that uh, offensive balance attack. You know, I mean they got good receivers. Um, uh, running back position. I'm not too sure about how they doing it running back, but uh, I know he's definitely an asset to the team. And, oh, by the way, Darrell, I, um, I had heard that you were having a guy that knew the quarterback from the University of Miami. And yeah, we wait on I him. Didn't know, I didn't know anything about him, so is the guy, is he still on the line? He ain't came on yet, Reggie, but um, but we we're waiting on uh, Mr. Reggie Fox is supposed to be calling the show, and he's going to be talking about um. Um, um, Nikasi Perry, you know, he said he say, saw him play every high school game, and uh, mm-hmm. he just he just said a lot of good things about this young man. Man, I think that um, is, yeah, is Nikasi a uh, is he a true freshman, redshirt freshman? No, no, he he yeah. he he he's, he's um he just got to the university, Reggie. They wanted him to come in January. He said no. He needed to. He 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 wanted to stay for his prom and. Other things, but um, no, he he's a true freshman. He just got to college. He just got there in May. Wow, and he's a uh, yeah. He's ba- he'll be battling for the starting job, huh? And he, you know, uh, Mark Rick uh, is has it open? He, is it open? Mark Rick constantly said, and he said this just a couple of days ago that that UM quarterback position is open. You know, oh, okay. And, and the kid Allison, he transferred. Well, one of the quarterbacks transferred. And um, mm-hmm. then, you know, I think Mark Rick actually encouraged Kaya mm-hmm. to transfer yeah. because um, because you have to be a dual threat in this league, man. In that ACC, you, you have to be able to run the ball and throw the ball. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. I, 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 don't, I haven't seen a team in the past five years that was just a predominantly run offense because in today's game, you have to be a, a, a dual threat because if, if not, it's easy for a defense to shut you down. Yes, it it's is. It's a lot easier to shut you down 
than it than it would be if if you had a balanced attack. Right. Yep. And and so, um and that so, dude Sam Bradford, um, he's not a very um you know, I'm talking about Teddy Bridgewater now. Back to him because they say he's as I say it's a possibility he could play in 2017, and we know that Sam Bradford is is just always just one lick away from being out for four games. And he's, he's oh, not yeah. a very uh, very hardy yeah. and, and sturdy and quarterback teams, himself. Most teams, most teams that are signing Bradford now are the teams that need a a, a, a veteran backup, somebody that that knows. That can pick up the offense and 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 really uh, won't make uh, mistakes. He kind of reminds me of a um, Trent Dilfer type quarterback. Yeah, he he does. Don't let, don't make a lot of mistakes. He and he'll throw it away. And I think um, I think if this kid Delvin Cook is healthy, I think he's gonna make a big difference for the Vikings at that running back position. Now, Reggie, we got a we got oh, a yeah. question we want to ask some people tonight. Do you think Kyler Kaepernick getting blackballed? Oh, absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. And that's just my opinion, you know, um, mm-hmm. absolutely, because he's a quarterback that uh, that that's a lot better than most of the quarterbacks that are starting. A lot of quarterbacks that are starting. And uh, because of his stance and his belief, you know, which a lot of people don't take to, um, I absolutely believe that uh, – you know, a lot of people would rather do without. I I, I would no have to. Um, I would have to agree with you, Reggie. I I, mm-hmm. I I I really I I really would. You know, and, yep. and, and, and a matter such as that, uh, what he's uh, <clears throat> what what his belief is, and what he did, um, is 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 being held against him. It's being held against him, and sometimes you just can't. They don't want you to speak speak your mind, but uh, uh, show what you believe in if they don't agree. You know, if a lot of people don't agree with it, then it's a bad thing, which to me is crazy. And I thought we were in a country that you know you could, uh, you know, you can disagree, and we could all uh, agree to disagree, right? But right. sometimes that it'll come back to bite you. You know, um, Reggie, um, uh, I'm looking at this uh, Pro Football Focus, and they got uh, Blake Bortles number 25. They got Matt Barkley for the Chicago Bears at number 26. They got Trevor Simeon for the Denver Broncos at 27. They got uh, Cody Kessler. I don't even know who that dude is for Cleveland Browns at number 28. And they got Colin Kaepernick. Number twenty nine for the San Francisco 49ers. and that was last year quarterback ratings. Now I'm telling you, now and, and what they were saying is he was better than he. he they saying he better than uh, four quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, now I I I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's all it's always a, a matter of opinion when it comes to that stuff, and I don't know how they get their. Uh, where they get their ratings or how they rate these guys. But, you know, a lot of times these guys are so-called um, draft analysts who are, they call them professional uh, analysts as far as the draft. A lot of them be wrong because if you look at, uh, you look at uh, the guy from the Cowboys, <laughs> he, 
he would have yeah. went much higher. You're right. Hey, Reggie, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break, but um, hey, I want you to hold on through the break, man. We're trying to get my man on okay. uh, on Reggie okay. Ross, because okay. I want to I hear what he got to say about the Casa Perry. Hey, we'll be back, guys, okay. with more Sports F4UM right after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're lobbing lead and punching paper. As we talk firearms, ammunition, accessories, and gear, we'll also take an in-depth look at becoming a better marksman and fostering the next generation of hunters. Joining us is Jim and John Scouten of Shooting USA and Jeremy Millette from Silencer Shop. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Reggie on the line. And, and Matt, we got Vince on the line. Let's, let's let Vince come on in here and chit-chat with us, too. What's going on, Vince? Oh, Vince. Hey, Vince, you got to get in a quiet room, man, so we can hear you and not you and, and the Dallas Mavericks or whoever you watching back there. Uh, hey, Matt, let's get rid of Vince, man. He he, he sound like he, he done, we done had him on hold too long. He done left us alone. Yeah. Yeah, let's put him on hold. He might come back. Hey, hey but, but Reggie. You know, we, we yeah. were up here talking about these quarterbacks and uh, how, how Colin Kaepernick, he, I really think he's getting blackballed. And, um, it, you know, it's so sad that in the country we live in, some people just can't stand up and, and express themselves. You know, and, right. and, and, right. and Reggie, you and I both know in the world we live in, it's just something we cannot do still. To this day, oh, yeah. we, just, we just, and you know what? And our parents told us the same thing. You understand what I'm right. saying? 
something. Right. Just don't don't do that. Just just don't do it. Right. Leave it alone. You know what I mean? Right. So well, you know, I, I'll never forget Reggie. I was coming out. We had, we had beat Jacksonville Lee in Jacksonville, and uh, we was coming out the field. It was a really good game, close game. My parents was on the field. It was excited and everything. And this guy comes up to me. And he shook my hand. I'll never forget because one of his fingers was missing. He shook my hand, and one of his fingers was missing. One of his two, one of those two in the middle was missing. I can't remember exactly which one. But he said, uh -huh. "Good." He says, "Good game, nigga." And man, my parents just got so mad, and just my dad was just about to charge this dude. And my mom says, "Leave him alone. Leave him alone, Rt. Leave him alone." And and I, you know, and and I just, I just never forget that. So. We still, and that was in 1982 when we came out of high school. Me and you came out of high school. Right, same, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Was this a fan or was it a player that said that? Yeah, this was a fan, a fan from the other team. It might have been one of the, the manager, assistant manager from the other team. I don't know who it was, you know, but wow. that's, the, right. you know, so, and, you right. know. And, right, wow, that's, that's crazy, man. That's it, crazy. It, that was a long, long time ago, you know, and so mm -hmm. you hear people right now yeah. hear about Almost some people. Forty there. years later. Forty years later, here it yeah. is. This well, man, it was, it, that that same that incident didn't happen, but it's just that if you and and, and he just re, just refused to 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 stand up. I see a lot of people do that on uh, 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 at games. A lot of people. No, yeah. somebody might not be feeling that. Doesn't mean that you don't love the country or you don't respect the country. It's just that hey, hey, I just don't feel like standing up. It's a lot of people, you know? and we both know this too. A lot of people are envious of people that make a lot of money or have a lot of spotlight or you know what we mm -hmm. think have it got it going on. You know, it's a lot of haters in this world, and it's some people in this world we live in. They just want you to stay in your place. That's hard. That's hard for some of us to to even think of. The, the, the day I got money, I got I got what I want, but you still telling mm -hmm. me stay in your place. And, right, right. And, 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 and I guess crazy you know, world we live in. Yeah. And sometimes you know, one thing I one thing I realize is that. No matter how good you are, and, and, and I'm gonna tell you one of the one of the guys that that is probably the best player that ever played a quarterback position, which is Tom Brady. Even he has people who don't like him. You know, you yeah. you not. Uh, I said that to say this: you're not gonna be able to get everybody to like you. But I don't think, and, and but in, in Kaepernick's play, uh, uh, in Kaepernick's position is is that he's being blackballed. Because of uh, something he decided not to do. Hey, Reggie. And, and, and it didn't have out. nothing to do with the game. Go ahead. Take this out, Reggie. We got Reggie Fox on hold. And, and okay. Reggie Fox is getting ready to give us an update. Not an update. Reggie Fox is getting ready to give us a, 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 a inside, give us some inside information on the University of Miami's freshman quarterback, Nikasi Perry. Reggie, what's going on? Well, number one, he is a leader. He's yes, a sir. He's a, he's a good student. Uh, he comes from a good family, and, uh, and he can play football. Well, that's, that, that's saying a mouthful there. 
you know, because uh, a good family means more than more than anything, you know, because if you got a good family, that means you got some great morals behind you. And, and the way you sound, he really does have a lot of good morals. And I, I hear that a lot when I when I, I talk to him. I heard him have an interview. Um, I, re- I listened to an interview with him over the Internet uh, a while back. And uh, he, he sounds like a player with a lot of a lot of character, man, high character guy. And uh, I think he's going to fit in well down there. For me, what's his height and weight? Are uh, you about uh, five eight? Uh, about one hundred eighty pounds. Nah, oh, he's, he's a short guy. Nah, he's got nothing to do how how you play football and how you throw it. No, 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 no. It it really doesn't. I was just asking, you know, uh, his height and weight. Um, you know, a lot of people, uh, 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 when they they um look at quarterbacks, they always going for the six two and, and better guys. I and, mean, and, trust and me, Reggie. I was a quarterback in high school, and I ain't but five ten, and I know Reggie, and I know that yeah. I was a great quarterback. <laughs> and Reggie, you were a great quarterback, but Reggie, uh, and 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 and, uh, and and Reggie, I'm talking to both of y'all, Reggies, because we got Reggie Fox and Reggie Sutton on the show at the same time. We got two Reggies and a Daryl. You just three the Daryl, two or three Daryls, but it's just two Reggies today. But Nikasi is uh, he's actually six three, and he was 170 pounds when he was in high school. And he's actually he told he said in a, in that interview that I saw him that he says he's up to 200 pounds now. And um, so, you know, so it, we, we, it, this kid is supposed to be the next, um, like that kid Jackson for, um, for uh, Louisville. This is the kind of quarterback we're talking about, Reggie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the guy, the, yeah, out of uh, Deerfield Beach, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, now, I don't want, hey, Reggie, Reggie, Paul, I don't want you to uh, 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 get me wrong now because I know when you, if you can play football, you can play football, no matter what your height and weight is. So okay, I was just it. asking because I had never heard of him. I had never seen him play, and I was just curious as to what his height and weight was. I was just well, he asking, can play. You know, he can play and he can throw. Oh, mm-hmm. and he can run. Mm-hmm. That that's why I think that's more of, of what we're looking for from him this year is that we really expect him to be a dual threat at quarterback at the University of Miami, yeah. running the ball, and, 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 you know, by me the being ball. an ex Kane and him going, by me being an ex Kane and him going to the University of Miami. All I want somebody that's gonna help win, help help the Canes win. <laughs> I don't care well, they're gonna win. The they're gonna win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just got to get the, uh, the, the the line right and uh, the defensive line right. That's all. Everything yeah, else gonna fall right. in place. Well, I really right, think right. I think Nakasi is coming into a good situation. I really think we got um, the offensive line has some experience on it. Last year, um, I, I thought our offensive line last year was good enough to win. I think our quarterback last year just didn't have enough to to he didn't have enough to to. To run the ball, he could. He was not able to run the ball, and I, I really think this kid that we have now, um, Perry, and and we also have uh, Casey Weldon's son is down there at the University of Miami. And, uh, you know, we expect some things out of him too. But the race is wide open. Nakasi has has he's going to have a, a, a definite um, full chance of being the starting quarterback at the University of Miami. Yeah, he gets to start. He's learning offense. Uh, well, he's going to learn the offense. No problem about that. Is, is he in school? Is he down in Miami now? Yeah, he down there now. He practicing now. Yeah, he's been there oh, since okay. May. 
Yeah. Yeah. So hey, he knows the office now. I know he yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, you know he knows the office by now. Yeah, they've they've worked him hard. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Hey, Reg, we're not gonna hold you long, uh, Reggie Fox. I know you got to run. I ain't gonna keep you too long. But uh, anything else you want to tell us about this Nakasa before you get out of here? I just look for him in the end zone and I look for him throwing a lot of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns. That's what I'm what? talking about. That's what I want to hear right there, right there. <laughs> touchdowns in the end zone. That's for sure. And Reggie, hey man, don't be a stranger. Call the Sports Info You and Radio Show anytime on VoiceAmerica.com. We're here every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock. Okay, I'll be calling back. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah. Oh, y'all. Hey, uh, <laughs> All right, you hey, too. hey, hey, Matt, we got Vince on the line. Yeah. Vince, what's going on? All right, how you doing, Miss Fowler? Man, I'm loving this life I got. I got Reggie Reg Sutton on the line with me tonight. You know, he 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 chit chatting. Uh, we was just talking to uh, Reggie Fox, who knows Nakasa Perry. You know, I heard. I know you heard us talking. I told you. Huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, man. What's going on? I was, I was, I, I, I was, Well, I got a little nephew came here from Atlanta, Georgia. He's thirteen five seven, about six feet. Wow! And they what they they middle school team won the championship, and he played nose guard and pulling guard. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, was, I was I was trying to see him. He, he might have to stay down here in Brown County because uh, he going up there Georgia. He tearing up up there. He was oh, what you saying? Nothing, they, but he ain't got huge boy. What you saying? They ain't got no football in Georgia. That's just not the truth, man. Ain't got a lot of good football in Georgia, no. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He done got that weight and stuff, and got taller and grown into that body. Yep. Now, hey, we got a question for tonight, Vince. We got to answer this question before we get out of here, um, Vince. Is okay. Colin Kaepernick being blackballed? Yes. And, and why do you say that? He's, and then not just that, they don't like his style, and then covering that stand up for what he stands for, you know what I mean? And, and I think myself personally, he's a great quarterback. I think politics should come to play in the NFL football sports. But one thing about it, you know, I really finna tell you something. I don't know, amazing 54 years I've been on this earth. i never seen nothing like it today, like in this White House and uh, where they try to control the sports now and politics playing this big role into athletes. Um, um, what you say, athletes, how can I put it? Because I didn't know if you heard about it. All the Golden State Warriors say they don't want to go to the White House um, like they usually go with all the presidents. You know, take pictures with the president. Wow. I've, Are you serious? Yeah. I've because heard that. The president yes. we have a, a president we want to look up for for America, in which he's always hollering, he bring America back, but at the same time, 
he cut it through everybody else to get trying to get what he want to do, but what he ain't doing is doing what he supposed to do without getting cut through, like disrespect women and disrespect um, people and tweeting out um, fire, fire people because you can't get your way. And then now he ain't trying to bully the other man, trying to say that he he ain't under oath. Uh, he, he, he's not um, indicted for nothing, which he know he should be indicted for everything in the world. But it was, uh, I hate to say it, I ain't going to put race in the car because I ain't going to pay that car. But at the same time, if it was anybody else, not in himself with his own stupidity, what he do, you'd have been fired. Uh, out of a job. That's one thing I can't say, but I don't know where devil's a lie. Hey, he is a liar. Yes, he is. And you know, and it's a lot of people that come out and said that Austin Rivers came out and said that uh, he would boycott going to the White House if he had a chance, if he if he was a winner of the NBA. And then there's um 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 uh, this guy Shumpert for Cleveland Cavaliers. He said if they had won, he wouldn't have went to the White House. And uh, and I did hear that um uh, um Kevin Durant said that he he he's not going to the White House. So. You know, you just never know, man. And uh, and I and I and I, I don't know if I would go that far because it ain't about Trump to me. I I, I guess it'd be about meeting the president and if he was a president. But maybe going to the White House would be an experience that I would want. And and, it, and to me, it's about a team too. If my team as a group, Reggie, if the hurricane, yeah, I'm gonna say that Reggie. Hold on one second before we go. You remember okay. when we was at that at that game at the at the um at the uh, Fiesta Bowl when Jerome Brown said, um, did the did the yeah, Americans yeah. sit down and have dinner before the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor? No, and we all got up and walked out. We all got up mm. and walked out. Now, if if right. if we together decided as a team that hey none of us going, then I would say I, I would have to agree with the majority. But if we decided as a team and if it was half and half, and finally somebody on the other half said, no, we're going to do it. I would say, we're going to do it because that's my team. I'm going to do it. My, I'm with a team. You understand what I'm saying? Now, that's just how I yeah. feel about, about, that, about that White House thing. <clears throat> right, right. And now, now, now to add to that, just, just to go to show, okay, you say Durant say he's not going. And, and, and remember earlier when we were talking about Kaepernick. Okay, Kaepernick mm-hmm. made a stand. Now, what you going to do? You going to blackball Durant out of the league now? If he yeah. doesn't go? You know, I, hey, everybody has a right to decide whether or not they want to participate or not participate. It's not the yeah, plan. Tom Brady going to go. That's his buddy. Brady going. Oh, yeah. That's his buddy. And, and yeah, yeah. And, yeah, 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 but but I'm saying the point I'm trying to make is that you should be able to make a decision based on uh, whether or not you want to attend uh, uh, something or not. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to serve consequences because you decided not to participate in a in a in, a, in a, an event that they all decided uh, that had nothing to do with football. Right. Yeah, you know, right. and, yeah, and, and, and LeBron and don't want to go. Neither LeBron say he wasn't going. Yeah, hey, well, guys, I got, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, hey, gentl
we got to take a quick yeah. commercial break. And hey, hey Rick. Uh, I got some other people I got to get on the line. I'll be hollering at you, gentlemen. I'm here every, okay. every Monday night okay, on Sports okay, Info right. Radio Show. Don't I'll be, a, don't be a stranger, Reggie. We love talking uh, to you. And Vince, we know we'll talk to you next week at one point or another. Hey, guys, love you guys so much. I'll be talking to you soon. And guys, we'll be right back after these messages on the VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam call us today at 888-346-9144 That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Anthony on the line. Anthony, what's going on? Hey, it's going real good, man. You know, the um, the word, the word, our question for the day is... um, is Colin Kaepernick being blackballed? Man, all day long, man. When they, they get upset when, uh, I'm going to just keep it real, when a black African-American speak up for what he feel that is right and everything, and they feel like, you know, he shouldn't be saying certain stuff, man. But at the end of the day, he's going to be judged by one person, and that person there is God, and he's going to be the only one to put him where he need to be put at. So to everybody else that's falling in line, talking about he wrong and all this and stuff, man, they got to give account of themselves too. So what the guy doing, man, I feel like he doing what's right. Uh, he feel like it's uh, the right thing to say and the right thing to do 
at this time, which is um, what he's doing. I believe in what he's doing, and I, you know, I back it one hundred percent. There you go. Well, we we got your opinion on it, on it, Anthony. Hey, and uh, one, uh, one more question, Anthony. Do you think this Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight is finally? They say it's finally going to happen, you know. But do you think this is like just a big publicity stunt, or is this going to really be a real fight? Is this going to be something like Kimbo Slice first fight, where it was just a bunch of mess with nothing, or is it going to be a real a real fight? What What do you think this is, man? I look at it like this, Daryl. They should let this thing be shown nationwide without the pay-per-view. See, they do this stuff to make publicity and make it seem like it's going to be a real contended fight. But how in the world can it be a real contended fight when you got a kickboxer It's a professional boxer? Even though this guy, Krager, have done, did a little boxing back in the day, but that's back in the day, man. We had 2017, the new millennium, man. This guy do not have no kind of um, game for this guy Mayweather. And and I in, in my opinion now, I think Mayweather doing it for the money. He already know this guy's will. And everybody else know that too. So they're just putting on a show and a big publicity so everybody will buy in like it's going to be something and everything like that, man. Be honest with you, I don't pay for fights like that and uh, because – once you see these type of fights, it's like it's a waste of money. It's a waste of money because these guys not really doing what you think they're going to do, like all-out boxing and stuff. It's like Mayweather protecting himself the whole entire time when he go into these other fights with these other guys and stuff, man. He like, he, you know, he got this fight won, so he just like a protector, man. He protecting himself and and letting everybody else wear himself out and everything. But this crazy guy, man, no, nah, no, nah, this guy don't even stand a chance, man. Hey, you know, but you got to think, it's all about the money. That's that's my that's opinion what it's about. It's, it's, a, it's, it's about the money, man. And, and then don't be surprised if you look up and they have a rematch for another $300 million or another $280 million, or it might even be $400 million. And you're looking at Floyd Mayweather, man. This guy's 40 years old. How many 40-year-old boxers do we know, man? This is, I, I, I'm almost with you. This is almost like a cartoon. This is like, it, it, this, this ain't, you know, I, I, I don't this, get it. This guy, what get me with Mayweather, you already going out as one of the number one famous boxers of all time. You've never Legendary. been defeated by nobody. So Legendary. why would you take a risk on going in there Jeopardizing your career at the age of forty, man, your body get old. Your body yeah. start deteriorate once you get a certain age. You start going down, and when you competing against guys that's younger than you and everything like that, it, some kind of way it, it, it might not turn in your favor, and you end up losing. Now you done jeopardize everything that you thought you had for life, man. Just retire, enjoy it. You got all the money that you you need. You'll never be able to spend all that money. So when you when when God asks to take you away from him, you still gonna leave it behind. So what is it about all this money that you want? I guess he want to be the world's uh, greatest uh, billionaire that ever lived. Because that's what he's going balling down to. Because Floyd Mayweather don't need it. Ain't like he need the money. I tell you this, Anthony. Father Time has never lost. And this guy, Conor McGregor, is 28 years old. 
And I'm just saying, he's 20, he 28 years old. Um, you know, he might have a little more testosterone than Floyd Mayweather. And I just think this is just not a good move for Floyd Mayweather. And then, but some of these guys, man, they love money so much. They love money so much that they'll risk, they'll risk their life for the money. You know, I just read an MMA fighter uh, passed away over the weekend. He was, uh, he went into a coma and died. But uh, I don't, but that but Floyd Mayweather ain't gonna do no MMA style fighter. It's gonna be a boxing match, and uh, it's gonna be to his advantage. Hey, uh, Anthony, right. we're gonna have to let you go, man. We got Rodney on the line waiting to holler at us. But um, before we let okay. you go, you got anything you want to shout out? Hey, man, I want to give a shout out to everybody in Putnam County, man, and all over the world, man. This is your boy Anthony Royce, the better known as the AKA Amp. All right, Amp, we appreciate it, Daryl. Hey, anytime, don't be a stranger, man. We hear every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock on the Voice of America Radio. Appreciate yes, it, sir. Yep. Hey, we got Rodney Bellinger on the line. Matt, what's up with Rod? Rod, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Daryl, what's up, teammates? <laughs> hey, for everybody that don't know this, this Rodney Bellinger uh, drafted by the doggone Buffalo Bills. Rod, you drafted in third round or the first round? I was a third-round pick in 84. Third-round pick. Rodney Bellinger, University of Miami, cornerback. Man, Rodney, I remember when you came up and you popped Rozier. That joke had to go out of the game, man. And remember Steve Smith yeah, came yeah, in? He was a better running back with Rozier that night. They didn't understand that that's what we was bringing <laughs> to the game anyway. Hitting. <laughs> yeah, we were hitting. Ooh, that defense was hot that night, boy. Oh, that defense was bringing it that night. Well, some game tackling going on that night in the 1983 Orange Bowl, Miami versus Nebraska, Miami's first national championship. Man, I was a redshirt freshman on the kickoff return team, third string running back behind Albert Bentley, Keith Griffin. Come on, man! Oh, man! You couldn't tell me nothing, man. I, I know it was a I know it was a proud time for you, Dale. It was for me too. But you know, I was I was so proud to be on the, on that on that particular team because it was the first team that Miami ever put on the field that played with no fear. Yeah, and we we people teams feared us because they saw the, the the film. They saw how how hard we hit and. And pretty much the game was won in film sets. And once they got to watching us play on film, because defensively and offensively, we laid the wood, man. We just laid the wood. Intensity, intensity and effort was off the charts. And it it was hard to match that. And Rodney, the, the strategy that we played with on offense was way above its time. You know, we were playing with the we was playing with the with the Miami Dolphins offense that Howard Snellenberg had brought over from Don Shula. So we were ahead of our time with a passing attack. We were going trips right, trips left. Other people hadn't even never seen trips. You know, we had slot receivers. Our running backs were just as good at slot as as uh, as a lot of our receivers. So a lot of teams they had never even seen these kind of formations, so they weren't ready to prepare for it, especially a team like, uh, like, like Nebraska, in a sense. You know, they didn't play that kind of football in the Midwest. And I agree with you because I watched the Dolphins in, in, the, in the 70s, and our head coach, Howard Snellenberg, was the offensive coordinator. And, man, backs coming out of the backfield and pass, passing downs. 
and just one-on-one linebackers trying to cover backs, they couldn't stop us. Our backs, uh, backs like yourself, that uh, came out on, uh, on passing down and third down, and man, we was so successful at a high rate. You guys with those great hands and great feet, y'all were like wide receivers and running backs, and it was a mismatch for the linebackers, and they never saw that. They were used to see. They were used to to seeing backs that were that were used to running the football, not being able to catch as well and run great routes. But we had backs that ran great routes, understood the offense at a maximum level, and you guys just had great hands, man, and great skills, and it, it took us to another level offensively. Man, Rodney, man, you boy, you give me chills, man. I'm telling you, about it. man, you make me think about 1984 again. Good gracious, man. I said, yeah, I started I mean, at University of Miami. Hey, I, I mean, Rod, let's stop. Darryl, you, can t- you, can, you, you can't even count on one hand how many one-handed catches you made. <laughs> <laughs> one-handed catches was the norms for our running back. Oh, hey, but Rod, man, before we get out of here, man, because we coming to the close of the show pretty soon. You know, I'm... Um, uh, someone told me a couple of weeks ago that you're going to be you're nominated or you're going to be going into the um, to the Hall of Fame in Coconut Grove, and I just want to take, say, hey man, thank you. Um, you're a great guy. Couldn't happen to a better person, man. You've been a great community um, adversary for so long. The, the the Grove loves you. The city of Miami loves you. University of Miami have so much love for you. So, hey, man, it couldn't have happened to a better person. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, you've always been one of my idols. I know you're one of my best friends. I know how much I care about you, and I know how much we care about you at the University of Miami. Rod, congratulations on going into the Hall of Fame in Coconut Grove. And, hey, man, couldn't have gone to a better guy. Thank you, Darrell. I appreciate that very much, man. And that couldn't have came from a a, 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 a better person who's, who's a friend, not only a teammate, but been a friend over the years. You know, uh, and I'm glad for the nomination because, you know, just like where you're from, Palatka, Coconut Grove is a very close-knit community. And it, 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 the Hall of Fame, I know uh, Anthony, Anthony Spoon uh, created it because you know, he wanted to. He wanted the community to bond, especially the black community, and and, and give and give and give the younger kids, you know, uh, uh, some knowledge that athletes came before them paved the way for them. So, it, Coconut Grove has had some great athletes come out of it. I know Frank Gore from there. We had Neil Cozy from there. Jer- Jared Tinker, who was a gold. A gold medal winner in the, in the 1980 Olympics. I mean, it's on and on and on and on and on. Uh, 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 Amari Amari Cooper. You can just keep going to Roscoe Paris. So I'm 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 really uh, blessed, and I thank you for having me on the show. And and go Canes. Hey Rod. Thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us an opportunity to share in this great uh, moment with you, man. And um, congratulations again. Couldn't happen to a better guy. And, Rod, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info UM radio show, voiceamerica.com, talking about the Canes, talking about the local sport, talking about the sports world, and 
not only are we here, we are all over the world. People can listen to us anywhere, anytime, all over the world. And Rodney, all of these shows are archived, so you can go back to Voice America and check them out anytime you want. Hey, buddy, I can't wait to see you again down in Miami. And don't be surprised if I'm at that Hall of Fame induction on July 26th or 23rd. It's the 23rd. I, you better be there, man. I need you there. <laughs> I need you there. You know you you know we in the same circle there, buddy. I know it. I know it. I know it. And Rod, if it's in my power, man, I'm going to be down there. And I can't tell my wife that you're getting inducted because she's going to be like, we going, we going, we going. So, hey, Rod, I'll be, I'll be down there, man. I look forward to seeing you. And, uh, hey, man, much love, brother. I'll be talking to you. Same to you. Thank you, Dale. Hey, thank you. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to Sports Info. You, I'm on the Voice America Radio. We had a great show tonight, a lot of good callers, and hey, we thank God for everybody. And hey, we'll be back next week with more Sports Info UM on the VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.